I'm a firm believer the more you hone your strengths, the less you have to worry about your weaknesses. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about four ways how to identify your strengths, and then I'm going to let you in on my strength finders reveal with my strengths coach, Rhonda Knight Boyle. This should be a great episode. You're listening to the Markeith Braden Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping emerging entrepreneurs create a profitable life and business they love. And now your host, professional keynote speaker, digital marketing strategist, and master lifestyle coach, Markeith Braden. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Marquis Brain Podcast. I'm so excited that you are with me today because we have a great podcast topic that I've been wanting to talk about for quite some time. And one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this particular topic was just a couple of weeks ago, I had the great opportunity to take the Strengths Finders assessment. And during that time of the assessment, one of my great colleagues who is an expert on the Strengths Finders assessment, she did a reveal of my top five strengths. You know, we spend a lot of time sometimes thinking about our weaknesses. How do we improve our weaknesses? And I am a firm believer that if you really spend more time in honing your strengths, then you will not have to worry about your weaknesses. You can partner to deal with your weakness. You can hire to deal with your weakness. You can even get a freelancer to deal with your weaknesses. What am I saying? That if you focus more on what you're strong at, you really just don't have to worry about what you're weak at. And I came across this great article before we go into the reveal that kind of helped with some questions that you can ask yourself about your strengths or questions that you can ask yourself to help lead you toward your strengths. And this particular article was by none other than Gary Vaynerchuk. And many of you know Gary as the great media mogul who has a big YouTube channel a big digital presence, and he had a great article that I wanted to kind of share some of the points from his article in today's episode before we share the reveal of my top five strengths with Rhonda Knight Boyle. So we're not going to prolong this particular podcast, so let's hop right into Gary V's four questions or four statements that you can ask yourself in order to identify what your strengths are. Are. You know, he started out this article with the idea, the key to loving your job is to ask yourself one simple question. What is my biggest strength? And I believe that because I worked for 10 years professionally, jobs that I thought I would like, but they were not jobs that really placed a demand on my strengths. And that is where you have the greatest experience, the greatest fulfillment when you are pulling on or utilizing the strengths that are within you. Well, you say, Markeith, but I don't really know what I'm strong at. I don't really know what I'm passionate at. So that's why Gary V wrote this particular article. And I just wanted to share it 
But before I share, did you know that the number one day during the week for heart attacks is Monday morning? Monday morning is the number one day for heart attacks. You want to know why? Because we have a population of people who are going to jobs that they would rather not go to because they are not necessarily their passionate area and they're not necessarily their strengths. This is why this is a great topic to talk about. So number one, number one, Gary says, you want to ask yourself, what are my skills? What are my skills? He says, take the five to 10 people that you know best, split them into two categories as people who you connect with on a deep level and love and people who you're close with and ask them, you know, what do you believe my skills to be? Ask them to give you their honest opinion. What do you think my skills are that come natural to me? That's one of the questions that I always ask individuals when we are trying to help them identify their passion and their purpose. And that is this. What comes easy to you but hard to other people? For example, me doing this podcast is very easy to me because I love communicating. I am a speaker. I am a teacher. I enjoy being in front of the video camera, teaching and sharing with you each and every week. Ask yourself the question, what are your skills? But then don't just rely on your own personal opinion. Involve other people in asking them, what do they see your skills as being? Question number two, what are my strengths? Well, isn't that the whole point of the podcast, Markeith? Yes, but you still want to ask yourself the question, what are my strengths? Here's what Gary says. He says, you can't take a romantic view on the skills that you have made, that have made you successful in life. For example, you might have been a straight A student even though you have no passion for academics or you're naturally amazing at basketball, but that isn't what you truly want to pursue. But one way those strengths can come in handy tremendously, he says, is by using them as a blueprint to discovering talents you may not have understood before. I ran track. I played basketball. I ran cross country both in college and in high school. I was athletic, but I realized that those weren't necessarily the strengths that I had or that came naturally to me. But I did sing. I did speak. I enjoyed being in performances. What came easy to me but hard to other people was standing before an audience, delivering a speech, delivering a talk, delivering a song. So you want to ask yourself, what are your strengths? Gary says that maybe you've been blinded by the overarching strength itself because you aren't passionate about it, but list all of the things that the skill requires you to do 
Don't take them for granted, he says. There are many things that go into being good at something. Your potential doesn't end with that one skill. So you have the skill to do certain things, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it is your strength. Or the skill doesn't necessarily equate to a passion or something that you truly love. Ask yourself, what are my strengths? Number three, I love this one. Read, read, read. This is so important. One of the things I realized was that the more I read, the more I began to identify what I liked. The more I began to identify what attracted me. The more I began to identify what I wanted to do with my skill, with my strength. I'll never forget the time when I was in college. I was a sophomore in college and a woman by the name of Patricia McLeod, she came to do convocation at Kentucky State University. And when she stood and delivered that speech and she communicated with effectiveness and communicated with fervor and passion, when she ended that speech and I was sitting in that chair during that convocation, I said to myself, That's what I want to do one day. I want to be able to stand on a stage. I want to be able to communicate effectively that changes minds, that inspires, that encourages, that uplifts other people to live their better and best life. But it only came through my reading and understanding, well, how do you do that? How do you become someone who is paid to speak on a professional level. Here's what Gary says about reading everything. He says, now I know this is a very gray world. To find your personal strength is well, very personal, but I want to make sure I leave you with real actionable advice. And here's what he says about the idea of reading. He said, it's not a total vacation when you go on vacation. He says, you're going to go back through every email, letter, or note someone wrote you talking about your accolades or failures. Read all of them. And as you read, ask yourself, which of my skills am I consistently praised for? Basically, what he's saying is, is that how have you helped people over the years and they have thanked you for a particular skill? So not only just reading books, as I was talking about, but he's like, go back and read the testimonials of times where people have written you concerning something that you may have done for them or testimonials of people have written you concerning things that they see in you. Read, read, read. He said it can't be that much time because it seems like you really want to figure this out. In the end, it's a small amount of time to sacrifice compared to the happiness it will give you for the rest of your life. What he's saying here is that when you read, it provides you an opportunity to get insight on what people consider is your skill, is your strength, is your passion. And in particular, in this article, he's talking about reading emails, reading cards, reading notes that people have written you. 
But I'm also including not only read, read, read those type of things, but also read the books that you are most connected to to help get the information you need to learn more about yourself. I'm going to take a little drink of water here. Our fourth statement that we want to consider when we're looking or trying to connect with our strengths. Ask those close to you and even strangers. Ask strangers, people who don't even know you that well, people who may have seen you, may have just met you, but they don't really know you, but they may have observed you. They may have observed you doing your thing. Here's what Gary has to say about this. He says, on social media, make a video or post asking everyone who follows you the very question we have been repeating over and over. What are my personal strengths? Some people will be honest. Some people might be funny. Some people, though, will tell you the truth. I'll never forget as I'm coaching and as I'm helping clients, I kept hearing this same statement over and over and over again. And that was this, that Mark Heath breaks big things down into small bite-sized pieces to help you understand. Mark Heath has the ability to show you, teach you, the technology that seems to be complicated when I try it on my own, but he makes it simple. When I heard those things, I never really considered being a tech guy, being a person who helps individuals become more, um, to become more functional with, technology but then I realized hey they're telling me what I am good at they're telling me what I can provide as a service to them they're telling me what my strength is so you want to ask that question what do you consider to be my personal strengths this can be phrased in a number of ways he says when it comes to people who follow you for your content and comments I like to ask, what am I doing that they like? So that's another question. What am I doing that you like? What have you found helpful when working with me? What has been my best work so far? What do you see as my potential? After you have gone through these four steps, after you've asked yourself these questions and shared it with other people to get their feedback, then you have become a little bit more closer to identifying what your strengths are. He says, bring all of that information together to find the skill and the strength that will best benefit you. What ultimately I came into was that the the skill that best benefits me is the skill of communication, the skill of being able to teach, the strength of being authentic in my communication and being able to once again take big topics 
and break them down into small bite-sized lessons to help people understand in a way that they can implement what it is that they want to implement. So once again, let's go through those four before we go into the reveal with Rhonda Knight Boyle. Number one, ask yourself the question and ask others, what are my skills? Number two, ask, what are my strengths? What do you believe to be my personal strengths? Number three, read everything. Go back through old emails, old testimonials, old notes of what people are telling you are your strengths. What people are telling you is your potential. What people are telling you is your skill set. And go with it. And then number four, ask strangers. We've got social media that's available and you might want to do a survey and listing out what you believe your strengths are and ask them to just check the box. Of these top five strengths, which are the top two you believe I display? And people will share the information that you need in order to move forward with your strengths. So hopefully those four statements were helpful to help you to bridge the gap or to connect to what your strengths are. So at this time, I want us to kind of transition in to the reveal with Rhonda Knight Ball because I think it'll kind of give you a little bit more insight on strengths finders, but also how you can also access your top five strengths. So thank you for joining me for this first half of the podcast episode. And now we're going to go into my reveal with Rhonda Knight Boyle as she kind of shares information on, one, the importance of knowing your strengths, but then kind of, not kind of shares, but will share what my top five strengths are and how they can best be implemented in my own life. So without further ado, let's go into the reveal with Rhonda Knight Boyle. Well, one of the things I definitely wanted to do was to allow you an opportunity to kind of see some of the things in action and kind of be open with my own test and my own assessment. And so I sent Rhonda the results of my assessment, which were my top five, and she's going to kind of talk through with me on my assessment and those top five. So you can kind of get some insight on how she utilizes this and how it could potentially help you with your business, help you with your relationships, help you with just really better understanding others that you come in contact with on a regular basis so that you can be the best you you can possibly be and also help others be the best them they could possibly be. Well, Mark Keith, I am so excited to be able to do a reveal on you. You have no idea. <laughs> so let me tell you about your top five. Your number one is maximizer. And I love that talent because I'm a maximizer too. And people high in maximizer want the best maximum performance, best you know, if you're going car shopping and you find a model that you want, you know, which one are you going to get? 
you're going to get the best one on the lot. You know, you're not going to settle. And in fact, you cannot deal with mediocrity. No. You got to get away. Because <laughs> you might catch it. Right. It's kind of like how you feel when you're up against somebody uh, or something that's mediocre. You cannot be around it. So one of the lessons, though, that I'll tell you, I'm a maximizer, too. So one of the lessons I have had to realize is that we cannot maximize other people without their permission. We have to have their permission before we can maximize them. And we will maximize anything. We will blow up an idea. You know, if somebody brings me an idea of something, I'm going to make it bigger than they ever thought about being. And that's the way you are too. You see uh, whether it is a, a program, a process, and your mind immediately starts looking at ways to make it better, bigger, maximum. That's what your aim is. And it's so interesting because I watched one of the videos uh, on Maximizer and it's so interesting that in the video it talked about the use of technology with Maximizers, how anything that would bring a level of efficiency and, and be able to take things to the next level, technology was what was mentioned. And so I thought about that and I was like, well, you know, that's the thing that I provide for core is really the whole tech piece and, and helping right. people to better understand technology and how they can leverage it. But even my own personal brand and my business is shifting towards helping individuals to leverage technology, leverage video, leverage podcasting, opportunities that will help them to attract the clients and customers that they want by teaching them how to maximize on their strengths using this type of platform. So it's really good. So look how many times you said maximize. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's so funny about that is that people's, the words that people use, so the, their talents come out of their mouth. So you don't always have to have what their top five is because you can hear the words clearly right. that come out. And when you say the word maximizer and, and listen, this is a very dominant talent for April too. count how many times in her next live broadcast, she says maximize. Mm. It, and that's where, that's where what's resonating. That's sort of like the channel that you and I pick up on from her is wow the maximizer. So that's so fun. I love that talent in you. Uh, so, you know, Oh, here's something now, Marky, I got to tell you something about the maximizer that I have not seen your maximizer face, but here's mine. You ready? <laughs> like see that wrinkle right there. It makes me crazy. I have a maximizer wrinkle. Wow. <laughs> Almost anybody I've talked to with maximizer. We have that, you know, you, you hear it's called the resting witch face. Mm. We're kind of intense, you know, mm. because we're intensely looking at something, trying to figure out how we can blow it up and make it bigger. It's just who we are. We don't mean to scare you, <laughs> but you're wow. lucky. You don't have the wrinkle. Of course, it's probably because you're so much younger than I am. <laughs> well, let me talk. So that's a, that is a promoter talent. Okay. So you, in my view, what I would look, just looking at your profile, you're a promoter doer hmm. or a doing promoter, whichever way you want to consider that. Now, your talent called relator, you have a talent called relator, which wants deep relationships, authentic uh, trust honesty, openness. These are things you expect out of a relationship. This is what you're looking for is that depth. No superficial nonsense for you. 
right? Right. And yes, and you you can transcend business and personal. Like when you're in business with somebody, you want to know the personal side too because that gives you the depth of the whole person. Now, you have above people, you have an inner circle that has two to five people, right? That's it, right? And you would do anything for your, for your few people. And so it, it takes a lot to get into that space for somebody yes. to get there. Yes. Yeah. You know, and and, the, and the, it just really was helpful to, to hear that because I get that all the time from people, but I get it in a negative way. People perceive it and take it as arrogance. They take it as me being standoffish. And it's really not me intentionally doing any of that. It's really more that I am persnickety, I guess you could say, or I just want non-surface relationships. And I know that in order to have that, for me, that's not going to be plentiful. It's a lot of energy. Right. It's a lot of energy. Yes. Mm -hmm. One thing, I'll just give you this real quick, and I'm sure we're going over, so somebody may have to catch it on the replay. But if you imagine your talents as a target, you see how I've done that? You see the, the bullseye, that's where you keep your two to five people. But you've got all these other people that you can bring forward and you can still keep this space sacred. A lot of people high and relater, they're worried like, Ooh, if I'm vulnerable at all, that means I got to let them in. No, you really don't. You can let them in only to hear. And so we've been able to really help a lot of relators kind of, uh, open up a little bit. Hey, I can bring them in just a little closer and I don't have to keep them completely out. And so that's just sort of a little, uh, tool tip that I use, but that's your relator talent. And so, yeah, um, and just now, to remind them once again, what we're doing is, is just, I'm letting you into my reveal so that you can kind of hear some right. of the words and some of the things that Rhonda shares with me so that it may encourage you if you haven't taken your test and be able to have an opportunity for someone to kind of better explain the process for you as well. Exactly. Now you also have a talent called belief and people high in belief have those inner core values that are unchanging. I like to say that uh, you're familiar with the line drawn in the sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this isn't that. This is like a cement parking bump that if you go over <laughs> it, we're going to tear up the inside of your underside of your car. You are, you take very, uh, much care with family values. Hmm. Family is important. And by family, I don't mean necessarily a nuclear family, right, right. but your church family is important. Anything that you consider family, that would be very important for you. Uh, you also have the utmost high integrity. Like, tell us how you feel about liars. Woo. Woo. Let me tell you something. Just one time is enough for me. You got to get away because you might catch it. Yes. One time is enough for me. I was just sharing that last night with a friend of mine that, hey, one time is enough for me. There's a quote by Maya Angelou. She said, when people show you who they are the first time, believe them. Yes. And I That's do. exactly, that is it. That's, <laughs> that is a relator belief quote. Mm-hmm. You love that quote because of your relator and your belief. And you trust that yes. about yourself. So high integrity. You cannot be around anybody uh, you can't step outside of your own belief for very long. You've got to get right back in it because it's too uncomfortable. Now, your number four talent, 
Markeith is rare. In fact, it's so rare. Uh, it's for, I mean, it's uh, next to the bottom. It's the mm. second least likely talent to show up in somebody's top five. Wow. It's called self-assurance. And you have something, you have a sensation in your belly, in your <laughs> gut. It's, and I'm guessing, cause I don't have this, but this is what I've been told. You have this, that you make decisions from the gut. There is a gut instinct that has you move forward. And it's usually when that burning feeling goes away, you know, you're on the right track for you. Yeah. So there's a feeling that you're looking for. So when people encourage you, like when I encouraged you to take this test, you didn't have that feeling that you needed to go take it. Right. And that right. now, right. Right. you know, through further knowledge and everything, and then the situation where now you're okay to take it, but that was it. I had not, there was, you had no need. And so therefore you were not moving forward with it. You didn't have any need to do it. I mean, you know, no, no skin off your nose. You just didn't have a purpose to take it. Right. That's right. That's right. And so here's the thing. Um, people high in, uh, self-assurance, your favorite word in the entire dictionary would probably be freedom. Wow. Is this true? I use liberation a lot. Liberation, freedom. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and that, you know, that, would... that is my platform. You know, today that is my platform is how I can help others gain more freedom in their life to do the things that they truly want to do because for 10 years I wasn't free and it wasn't until I was laid off and really began to hone in on my skills and talents and really began to learn to utilize those skills and talents to create the level of freedom job freedom income freedom that I wanted and once I realized that I could do it I wanted to share with everybody else so <laughs> right but, but understand that you you know you even your your tagline that you just gave me yeah has your talents in it do you mm. see the yeah. words that come out of your mouth tell us who you are and how you're thinking and what kind of patterns of thoughts feelings and behavior you have so this uh self-assurance talent is very very misunderstood to the rest of us you look arrogant Yes. And I bet we've told you that. Yes. Right? You're so cocky. How many people have told you that all your life, right? Yes. And and that's not what it is at all. It's an inner self-confidence that uh is is not accountable to anyone except that feeling that you have in your gut. That's mm -hmm. it. It's a feeling. Mm -hmm. And who knows why you have that? I have a daughter who has it, so I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and the key to working with Markeith Braden is to always ask you questions. Yes. And don't ever good. tell you stuff. We just have to ask you. Ask questions. Don't and then ask. don't take any kind of offense if you go the way we don't want you to go. <laughs> Please don't. Because <laughs> it has Please nothing don't. to do with us. That's right. That's right. It, yeah. It only has to do with you. Now, finally, your final talent is, is responsibility. You're finally in your top five, let's say, and people high in responsibility own it. If it's yours, if you're handed a project, if you're handed a, uh, an activity, if you're, un, if, if you're involved in any way, you will own and you, and come beep or high water, it's going to happen because you said it was. And that belief responsibility you can hear, that becomes integrity for you. Right. 
that you do what you said you were going to do. So you are a man of few words. And when you speak, we can know for sure that it that will it happen, so. that it's, that it is so. And it is because of, of how we, you know, I can look at these talents and know that this is it. So yeah. there this are your so top great. five. Yeah, this is so great. You know, and it was so spot on. And I was like, man, I should have taken this long ago. I could better explain to people what it is versus, you know, having some of the heated conversations that I've had over the years about my characteristics or my behavior. And right. I'm not one who's easily offended. I'm not one who typically Mm-mm. takes things in a negative way. You know, everybody has their own opinion. Just know that at the end of the day, you know, whatever what I call my spirit man or my inner voice says, that's what I'm going to do. Whatever the conviction I have, that's, that's it. what I'm going to do. I don't mind input. You know, I don't mind you asking me why, but don't tell me. What I'm do. <laughs> no. We can never <laughs> tell you anything. You have got to figure it out because that's who you are. You're guided, like you said, by that inner, uh, that inner man and that is, can you believe that 95% of people don't have that, Marquis? Wow. wow. Doesn't that just blow your mind? Amazing. 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 Mm-mm, don't have it. Well, core family, I hope that you really got something out of this training. I know that I did. And I hope that if you've not taken the Clifton Strengths assessment, you should take the assessment, at least do the top five so that you can kind of begin to get an idea of where you are, who you are, and how you show up in the world. There you have it. That was my reveal of my top five strengths from the Strengths Finders assessment. I want to thank Rhonda for sharing that information with me. It has been very helpful ever since we had that opportunity to do that interview. If you're interested in taking your own Strengths Finders assessment, I want you to email me at markeith at markeithbrayton.com. That's markeith at markeithbrayton.com. And I will send you a link where you could take this assessment for just $20. $20 to learn more about yourself, to learn what your strengths are and how you can best utilize them in your life, in the things that you do. I am just a firm believer that the more you hone your strengths, the least or the less you have to worry about your weaknesses. Also, I want you to know that I do these shows to provide value and content to you that will be helpful in building and creating your own profitable life and business you love. I'm all about teaching concepts on online business, teaching concepts on success, teaching concepts on lifestyle, because I truly believe that we live in the best time that we have ever seen, where people are able to create opportunity for themselves because technology exists to help us to do that. And people like me who love working with individuals who have ideas and products and services, and they don't necessarily know how to leverage it online. So this is why I want you to also email me and let me know any types of shows, any types of individuals who you think would bring great value to you 
in helping you to build and create your profitable life and business. Also, I would love for you to rate today's episode in iTunes. Rate and leave a review for me so I know whether or not I am providing something of value to you that you enjoy listening to. Well, we've come to the end of another great episode. I hope that you have a great rest of your week and that you really began to think about what are your strengths? What are the things that you know you do well and how can you leverage those to create opportunity and the success that you want? Until next time, my friend, just remember this. Always shoot for the top because it is the bottom that's overcrowded. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Markeith Braden podcast at markeithbraden.com. If you've not subscribed to the podcast via iTunes, subscribe today and be sure to leave Markeith a rating and review of today's episode. Just remember this, always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded.